Welcome to Karma San Diego Podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. Yeah, we're on. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> Big summer blowout. Oh, Kelly, 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 Kelly. Hey. <laughs> I have a present for you. I'm so excited. It's in this teensy tiny jar. Now, when she says teensy tiny jar, it's she's like, not kidding. It's when you go to a really cute American style restaurant and they give you jelly for your toast. Yes. <gasps> it was a repurposed... Um, a honey jar, and I made lip scrub, and I she made screw. Oh, some, is that the salsa in the bathroom? That's the salsa in the bathroom. Yes, it is a, in fact, a lip scrub salsa oh my gosh, for your tell lips. Tell me more, so I put it on my lips, and then scrub it around with my finger, with your with finger or your lips, whichever oh. is clever, and then lick it off. <gasps> it's great. It's edible. Yeah, it's it just coconut oil, really brown sugar. Regular sugar or like, um, like more like sugar in the raw type sugar yeah. and vanilla. That's Thank it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. I made that and a body scrub this week because I don't know. I just had this like You're weird like inkling to make <laughs> a scrub. Well, it was on Ulta's website and it was like seven dollars for a scrub, and I was oh. like, this is bullshit. I can make this no. at home. I for like all of these no dollars. Yeah, I have all of these. <laughs> Thank you so much for the cute jar. You're welcome. I love the vessel as much as I love what's inside of it. I've never used a lip scrub. You'll love it. Your lips will thank you. Thank you. Um, they were feeling freaky this morning. Yeah, mine were as well. I and also brought you a gift in a strange recycled container, but it wasn't as cool. It was as a tea this. container. It was an old Republic of Tea tin. I'm stoked though. Filled with. Tide pods. Tide pods. I won't eat them. Don't Please worry. Don't. I won't. You made some funny joke about smoking them. Maybe that was Josh. My Thule lovers. I'm okay with that. Someone gifted it. Long story short, someone. We acquired like two full things of Tide Pods. And then we were just talking about how people smoke. Of all the things you can smoke, age, I actually, I know something better we can smoke than Tide Pods. Oh, tell me about it. Can someone tell those kids that there's other things out there that cost the same? It's kind of <laughs> pricey. Smoking a Tide Pod sounds... Yeah, we should smoke these J's instead. I think smoking Tide Pods shows how maybe privileged and young you are because, like, most people have, like, laundry detergent or, like... I don't know. Yeah, Tide Pods are bougie. They are bougie. They're sure. kind of expensive. They're very I don't buy bougie. them. I refuse. You know, I buy the natural stuff. Yeah, we buy like the powder. <laughs> we buy um, Myers. Mm, mm-hmm. um, but they have it in concentrate too, so oh, we that's can perfect. make um, bigger things of it. I used to really need crazy detergent when Josh was doing full time landscaping because. Uh, we couldn't even wash our clothes together because I would smell like a blade of grass. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd probably just, like, smell like earth. Yeah, I literally smelled like earth, wind, and fire. Oh, my God. I love that band. They're wow. so great. Guilty pleasure. Wow. Um, Kelly, it's super hot today. It's like Santa Ana sitting on a sweat towel hot. It's going to be 102, so we're going to have to be quick. We Today's, met so. earlier this morning because in our recording, oh, mm-hmm. let me just lick the microphone. Yeah, I lick it. <laughs> in our recording, in the Mixizo recording studio, it gets pretty steamy. It does get warm in here. but um, Maddie you know, doesn't help. She makes it real hot. Yeah, she makes it hot and steamy in this bitch. But you know yeah, what isn't hot? So it's less hot in here. You know what isn't hot? <laughs> Did you watch last night's debate? Oh, I so okay. Well, I <laughs> that wasn't hot. So it was I embarrassing. actually am waiting to watch it when I have I need I have boundaries. I couldn't handle it last night. However, I got texted all about how insulin is um it's easy to get as water and it's cheap and free. I I heard all I had many people text me about it, wow. but I will do my due diligence and watch it today. Um honestly, if you just like go on Instagram, that's all you really that's need to know. To be honest, I can't it, go on. Nothing, uh, nothing was solved. No issues were really talked about. It was honestly a pissing contest. Um, a lot of um, jabbing at each other 
and talking about how one plays golf more than the other. Like, honestly, nothing was resolved. Nothing was actually talked about. Very minimal points were made on Biden's behalf. And it was mainly because Trump, like, kept interrupting him. And You're not supposed to do that. N- no. This isn't the podcast. Literally this the, is a presidential debate. It was so bad the mediator was like, okay, y'all need to like take it down a notch. Um, I think Josh and I will probably watch it together too. Yeah, you should watch it. it. I mean, I was... The fact that I was laughing <laughs> is a problem. Yeah. And the fact that I was truly embarrassed is yeah. also a problem. I actually, I contemplated watching it for this podcast because I knew you're going to ask me about it. But last <laughs> night, right when I knew it was about to come on, I was just having a great day. And That's I was like, good. I'm glad that you like, didn't you know watch I'm it. I'm going to keep having a good day. Because you don't, you don't, not always having a good day. And I was having one. So I told my, and then I had three people text me some direct quotes and some like, hey, are you watching this? And I was like, hit me up. I, even, I honestly almost called you too. And then I was like, I don't even want to waste this text because this is just It's okay. I should have I just watched it with, and everyone else was talking to me about it. It's all right. I pretty much feel like I've seen it. Yeah, I you did. Though, I'll watch you it. did. Don't worry. You already saw it. It's my due diligence as a citizen. Yeah. I'm more excited century. for the vice president um, debate next Same. Wednesday. It's kind of like when they had the Republican convention, first the Democratic and then the Republican. I watched the Democratic, didn't watch the Republican. Correct. So... I bet you I'll watch other things a lifetime. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Things later in the evening, um, if they really upset me, which a presidential debate very much well could, there are certain nights where I have to have a boundary of like not going on social media because it's not even turning a blind eye to the issue. It's just that I'll be up all night stirring and worrying and makes you anxious. And, yeah, and anxious. Um, it channels our, uh, it, or channels, not, that's a bad word, uh, triggers our fight or flight response, mm-hmm. um, especially seeing all of these things on um, social media and, like, the scrolling and, like, totally. seeing constant propaganda and uh, constant, like, especially if you, I try really hard to, like, follow people who are on both sides or, like, more, like, uh, mediary type uh uh, yes. news sources just so that I'm getting both sides but uh, obviously totally. but I do lean more to the left side of the democratic side but I I want to hear both sides because I want to totally. be an educated voter totally so I have to keep my there's, my mind open there's democratic but, there's republican and then there's dumbass yeah so, um they're all a different genre of mm-hmm. person so i feel that yeah and it's never to turn a blind eye to what's going on it's rather like this year i've really realized how 24 7 i was embedded in the news because of updates with quarantine and the yep. pandemic plus the presidency not to mention everything else it's just been constant in our face constant and i actually have to schedule that time and so yeah. i was in i was genuinely not wanting to use my phone and haven't gone on social media or watched anything I'm in like three days very proud of you and i and wish I, I need to do I'm that shocked i feel that way that's why i'm honoring it too it's because sometimes i'll do a social media cleanse and i won't like seven days and i won't go on that's so, fantastic and then some days i don't even think about it i just switched addictions though girl i've been video gaming like yeah you're like a hardcore here. gamer now right Fucking Call of Duty I, over here. I, I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, not Call of, not quite. I'm not that cool. I'm just kidding. But I um, can get lost in a video game world. I'm too embarrassed to even tell you how many hours I played. It's okay. Don't tell anyone. But I could. <laughs> let's just say, like, I could play The Sims the way that competitive gamers play where I like pee, I sit on a toilet while playing so I never have to get up and someone feeds me and that's like, wild I and so okay one just one you just get lost in this one sauce. little game thing and then I'll yes, soup so stuck in it virtually that damn like when Josh walks in the room I'm like oh my god human life like I'm planet and so <laughs> the game all games you have to save them frequently right like mm-hmm. they, that's a big thing like it's kind of like ye old word documents yeah you gotta the control save, save. And sometimes they have auto save, but most of the time they, it doesn't, you have mm-hmm. to click save. And so I'm like, knowing this, I'm like, yeah, I should save like once an hour. Like that's a good, that's oh a good roll. So it doesn't crash. Yeah. Because okay. it does crash like a couple, that's how 
That's how much I'm playing it. It's the the Wi-Fi breaks. years later. <laughs> Just to build such a big castle that the world <laughs> explodes. Um, I will look at the the t the saving timestamp and will be shocked that an hour has gone by. Like I won't believe it. Dang. Like Josh walked by and I'm like, hmm, human. That means I should save. And I'll go click and save and it, it's been 90 minutes. I haven't moved. Like Josh will pack me a bowl and the bowl is just sitting there, sitting there and he'll come back he'll come back and smoke the rest of it because it's been like three fucking hours and i'll be like babe that's mine and he was like it's been sitting here i'm like thinking like well if you would have put it in my mouth and lit it i would have smoked it i'm dead this hard. is like a side of you i know exists but i've never seen it in the wild even when we like live together i didn't even see it yeah and it's I just love it. It makes me really, really happy that you have this side to you because nerd. I like that because <laughs> everyone has to have like this like shut off type of energy because you yes. and I are both very type A. We were literally just talking about this. Very type Ping A. Pong balls. Just putzing, fucking Moving getting around, shit getting done, done all day. Thinking, all always, day. Uh -huh. Our brains do not stop. Another reason why we smoke, because it helps mm -hmm. slow our brain down. Like, physically, no slows me down, no because joke. I'm thinking of so many things at once, I can't even categorize anything. So I'm just like... Blah, 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 blah. I absolutely smoke to slow down um, often. Yeah. And when I have days, like yesterday, I was working from, like, 10 to 4, which doesn't sound that crazy, but I was, like, traveling all around town all day. So I was, like... In my car, in and out of the car, going there, going here, you know, talking to people, <laughs> I exerting. Want a recording of that. <laughs> in and out of the car. Going up here. And down the street. <laughs> Zigging and zagging. <laughs> <laughs> so really. it just like, I couldn't smoke because I knew that if I smoke, I'd want to yes. just go straight home and Six not finish. Six hours of errands is a full motherfucking out of the house day and working. Well, oh, yeah. Working I was like, and doing errands. I was erranding like, and visiting Kendra and like popping in and doing like business things and like <laughs> doing all my stuff. And now today, I'm just going to like not really do anything besides <laughs> this. I'm going to go lay down. I would always talk about. <laughs> I was just running around being your girlfriend all day, being exhausted, running around. I literally all day. do run around all day, being, being your girlfriend. Justin's yeah. girlfriend and being my personal girlfriend, being Same, yes. everyone's girlfriend. Yes. Like girlfriend is a term for whatever. Yeah, whatever I'm, works. So Josh I'm just would like be fucking slammed. Yeah, we're just slammed all day in the weeds yes. all day. So literally, when people are like, what have you been doing all day? You're like, I've been running around all day being your girlfriend. Yeah, like I have been getting my hair done. I have been. Yeah, that's not that's not something we've done by the way at all. Not yet. Recently, <laughs> um, it's just what I could think of. Like, oh my god, I'm so exhausted. I just went and got a pedicure. Yeah. Went oh to my god, my life is outfit. so hard. But I also ran errands because I got eggs. <laughs> you know, like, so what do you got? Tell me about this book. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I just bought these pre rolls. Let me tell you a little bit about what's on the package here, okay? Super cute packaging. Yeah, it looks like a little um, cigarette case, but it, like from the 40s. Um, and the strain is called bubblegum. Oh, uh, excuse me, I have dyslexia. Strawberry bubblegum. Wait, so you got us like. Two. Oh, that's cotton candy. Fuck. Look at all these fun-ass flavors. I know. We Fuck. have fun-ass flavors Sorry, going on today. But it's infused with Italian hash. Oh. Bitch. Because we getting real European oh. up in this house. Oh. And then I paired it with some cotton candy grapes. Oh. So, do you know my cotton candy grape story? I don't know. So, many, many moons ago, when I worked at San Diego Brewing Company. So, yes. 21 at the time. I went on a date with this guy who was a customer of mine for months, I don't know, probably a year, um, and he took me out on a date, and he was telling me about cotton candy grapes, and this was almost 10 years ago. This is when they were first made. When they were first made. They invented. had just come out. They literally were, this is our blunt history. Yeah. They literally were just invented. And they were Someone $9 a yes. package. Yes. So fucking expensive. And this guy is taking me out on this date and he's telling me about these grapes. And I'm like, yo, what what are you talking about? Like, yeah. I've never heard of anything like this. What is this like date this. where you're not taking me to get these grapes? So he goes, well, I work at Sprouts. We're going right now. We yeah. leave dinner. Yeah. We Five. go to the Sprouts in uh, yes. PB. And he buys a $9 package of fucking grapes. And I'm like, this is insane. Why? Who would spend $9 on grapes? grapes? 
And then I eat one. you've never tasted them, so you're just thinking, like, what is yeah. this? Yeah, I eat one, and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm hooked. That is the best first date It was ever. a great first date, and I feel really bad because I broke up with him, like, very shortly after, and he was a really nice guy. But that uh, that's all right. Things happen. People change. Some of the best first dates are just break upable. You know, it just happens. But I will always think of him whenever I eat cotton candy grapes. Well, thanks, guy. Thanks, Nick. I His name's the, Nick. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever had him. We name dropped so hard on this podcast. I know. Anyway. Everybody, I hope you feel, like, good about yourselves. There was one episode where I said, like, okay, Chad, and... And you're like, ha ha ha! His name's not Chad. His name, <laughs> his name was Chad. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, because I can't even think of a fake name to name. Well, no, that's not true. Sometimes I do use fake names, but I sometimes don't. just the real one rolls off your tongue. I just like the real names. Some uh, radio DJs have uh, fake names for their booze. Yeah, like Sky, uh, Sky from... Actually, I think Sky calls her Boo. Yeah, Boo. Sky from Rock 105.3. We yeah. talk about Rock 105.3 a lot. Oh my gosh, I... My whole boobs hanging out, by the way. I love Rock 105.3. Me too. I'm wearing this really cute tank top, and my entire boob, it comes out of the shirt. Good sug? Good sug. We got good sug. We got good weeds. We ready to Ooh. light up? Uh-huh. All right. I always have to test my sug before we... Bug. I really like this brand. I've never tried them before. It's called Stone Road is the company. Pretty sure it's black owned. Um, I creeped their Instagram the other day. Look and it was like all people of color. And it was pretty fantastic. And like beautiful packaging, beautiful content. The The joints themselves are, they got 0.7 grams in each joint. And it comes with seven or five. And it was like, how much was it? Shit, I don't know how much it cost. Probably like 40 bucks. Not bad. The, it's a nice uh the crutch says stone road mm -hmm. on the edges. It's real cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a fan. I would definitely reuse this box. Yeah, I am a fan for packaging. I'm a total sucker. But did you see it says adventures on the back? Yeah. Wait, what? It says adventures on the back. Oh. You pull it open and it says adventures on the back. And, and then the back are there says, actual adventures? Download the Stone Road app for access to free concerts and adventures courtesy of the SR family. What? I didn't notice that. Okay, They're I'm going to dot org. That's cool. Stoneroad.org. That's cool. All right, I'm going to definitely check Cute. that out. Download that app. That's sick. <laughs> That's very cool. They kind of taste like. Do they have that hashy kind of. <laughs> flavor yeah for me it's Wheaties oh we got a we got a dire a dire <laughs> we got a death now <laughs> we got a dire <laughs> so good that's so good whenever I start coughing we got a dire I'm weak hope we don't die oh my god I my titty almost fell out of my dress I do think hash tastes like Wheaties I like that. Wheaties are good. I fucking used to get down on Wheaties. I liked the I like blueberry ones. <laughs> Whoa. I've blueberry Wheaties with warm milk, a little less than you normally would put, and then it basically is oatmeal. These blueberries are throwing me off, I'm and I can never wild. try it. I know. Freaking allergies. <laughs> I was going to call them poopsies. Poopsies. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like really black. It's so I have celiac disease, which is um, affects everyone differently, like with their symptoms. But some like shit uncontrollably, mm -hmm. and some like can't poop at all. Mm -hmm. So really, it, they wouldn't be called poopies. They'd be called lack of poopies. <laughs> <laughs> they'd be called shrivel up and dieses in my body. Just raisin butt all the time. <laughs> Sorry. When, Two hits yeah. off this Italian hash. <laughs> like, talking about poop. <laughs> no, but people you talk about stuff. 
who doesn't talk about their stomach problems all day long? I mean, real. when all of my friends have stomach issues, mm. that's all we talk about because all my friends can't digest anything. So you know, I'll tell you, I had, I was like, my stomach was fucked up for years and I was just miserable and it was the only thing I did and thought about. And now like my stomach's pretty good. Like, Cause you I eat think like it's raw. because I figured it out, yeah. it, but figuring it out. It's the worst. Oh, it takes so long. So now I feel like I'm pretty pain. I used to have stomach aches every day of my mm. whole life. And it wasn't until probably three or four years ago where I figured it out and started eating the right way. Yeah. And now I live like a pain-free stomach life. So That's super nice. Sympathize. People need to talk about it nor- more because then they'll figure out what the problem is. Because you almost normalize these things. You normalize pains. They do. They do. I mean, <laughs> Meaning we do. We all do. I mean, I normalize the pain in my back. Like, I'm in fucking pain all day all the time my back is constantly in pain I like sprained my tailbone when I was a little kid and any minor like strain on my back just inflames it always oh my god my lower back is fucked like all the time I'm constantly stretching I have to go to the Cairo like at least once a month and I haven't just because I don't really want like I love my doctor he's a he's a great chiropractor but I don't really want like somebody who's been touching people all day to be touching me during the virus. And I usually get massages too, like out of like medical need, not because I'm a bougie, bougie ass bitch. I mean, I become a bougie bitch when I get a two hour massage, but like, no, we're talking like, but it's those massages aren't fun. Yeah. It's it's me (laughs) telling the guy stand on my back because I need like more pressure. So I have a sports sports masseuse. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. Both gone to him. I love him. I'll tell you what. I have never felt the Freer. way he got in my armpit was oh, like seeing God. That's like, lovely. It, it was like pain meets crossing your eyes meets like relief meets like what? That the sounds f- like an orgasm. Like, what the fuck? But not sexual. N- not quite. No, no. It was more like fucking painful. Less. No, like, I get it. <laughs> like I don't know how to describe. We it. have one of those like massage guns, those those like vibrating oh, massage guns. Punchers? Yeah, it punches <laughs> you. And I just have Justin because I can't really do it on my back. I can do it like everywhere else, like my arms and shit, and my legs. And I have him just like fucking dig that shit yeah. into my spine. Is it I'm like worth owning one. I like it. Um, it's awesome. Maybe you should borrow ours for a little bit because I don't use it a lot. I thought I'd use it more, but when we do, when I do use it, I it's, it's amazing. And I also have like little, these like lacrosse ball type <laughs> things. And I just lay on the ground with them on me, like under me, I guess. And just like roll around. I'm like That's dead nice. bugging all over the ground. I was going to say Josh would love, probably love it. And then I was going to say Josh would probably break it. So we can't have it. No, you can. He's you going can... through this bout that he goes through like once in a while where he breaks Every handle there is. Do you know anyone like this? Yes. Is it you? Justin. (laughs) He breaks everything. Oh, my God. These men don't know their own strength. strength of 10,000 sons. Oh, my word. He has broken the door handle to his car on the inside. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Like, three times we buy the handle in bulk. I'm... But But this week, he had, like, really unique ones. Like, he... We have a brand new stove. It's, like, not even two years old. And he... It's not like he, like, turned the knob and it came off because you're taking it off. Yeah. He broke the plastic thing that turns on and off. What? Yep. Oh, shit. How the fuck? What? I know. And you know what else he broke? Okay, so. My eyes are so huge (laughs) right now. They're huge. They're already big. I know. They're, like, my whole face now. These pre-rolls are nice because they stay lit. Mm -hmm. I'm noticing. Except it's just for, this freaking oscillating it's fan. It's so windy in here. I swear to God. I hate We're in a fans. wind tunnel. But it's just so GD hot. So the other, that's the thing is I'm taking this with a grain of salt because a lot of these things can be cheap crap and it's not all Josh breaking it, but I don't break them, so I don't know. So yeah. I bought us a brand new sick-ass vintage-looking Coleman cooler. It's like a green. Mm. Like You sit on it. You put your food in it. You camp in it. You're cute in it. Hope you're you know what I'm talking about. You're cute inside of it. it. Mm-hmm. You turn it into a jacuzzi. It's magic sauce. I know what you're talking about. It's yeah, that's cool. really nice. And I use it... I feel like I used it for Joshua Tree with my mom, and then we used it on our anniversary trip, Josh and I. And then it broke. And then Josh took it camping. Oh, no. 
and it broke. And he was like, babe, it just like broke. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it just broke. doesn't know. It wasn't like he was turning the handle and it snapped off in his hand. It's just like the latch doesn't work. <coughs> but he, I don't know. I don't know what's up with the love of my life, but he breaks every handle there is. They're just so you, strong. They can't even handle it. They are the Hulk. We, you, they, he, we are together. The Hulk. What's the Hulk's and, girlfriend's name? Hulkina. Probably. Oh. I'll take it. Do you remember the grind? Uh, like, I had a grinder and it had like a little With handle. With the handle, yeah. It looked like a ye old coffee grinder. Yes. Do you know why we don't have a grinder anymore? <laughs> Let me take a guess. Oh. I think it got broken. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I'm not even going to talk about all the mugs I have lost. On this week's handle. Get a handle on it. Yeah, we're gonna get we'll a just handle name on whatever something. Each week, what what gets broken <laughs> in our lives? It's gonna be my heart next week. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was, that I was know. a good one. That was the a good drama. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So dramatic. I know. I walk so around good. saying dramatic <laughs> things, so and then I double always, Pisces. It's I, almost a full moon. I know. We're gonna have two full moons next month, bitch. We're about to fucking go off. Moon it up. It's about to be the wildest October of all time. Um, speaking of seeing God, <laughs> I don't even know how to start. Okay. We're going to try, okay, so I'm feeling very, like, investigative, like, Nancy Drew status right now. I also. With our experience, because I want to keep doing it other places. And yes. learn more and share with the people. Yes, and we also want to, I, okay, I'm speaking on behalf of all, both of us, all of us, me and my personality, <laughs> Aunt Kelly. Um, we are not, like, bashing by any means. This is not us talking shit. This we is have to purely... Press. Like, this is purely out of experience. Like, this is yes. coming from an outside, well, inside perspective, I guess. Like, yes. this actually happened. <laughs> we are not fabricating. We are not no. exaggerating. Like, We're these are... judging. Or judging. These are all experiences that happened. So, we are going to talk about our lovely Christian <laughs> thrift, thrift store. store that we volunteered at. Yes. Today. So I actually we didn't volunteer. We're gonna talk about it today. We didn't volunteer. Yeah, we volunteered today. last episode. Remember? So <laughs> remember? <laughs> so I was there first. Uh, Kelly had a prior engagement in the morning because she wakes up at dawn. <laughs> so she's the busiest person at five a.m. and she's I'm still in town. La La Land. So Adriana volunteered for like three hours and I volunteered for like two and a half, two. Yeah, like two hours. So when I showed up, we had already gone there earlier the week, earlier that week. To let them know. To let them know we were coming in, like show face, say hi, meet meet somebody in charge and the person that we had met was super kind super nice and was so like excited to have us volunteer very excited to have us volunteer so amped us up yeah we were like lit like Sprightly. i was stoked to be there and so Absolutely. when i show up you know i Hello. i approach the counter right like the store just opens as well so of course i look like a customer and i approach the counter and i talk to a woman standing behind the counter and I say, hey, I'm, I'm Adriana. I'm here to help volunteer today. Uh, my friend's going to be joining me later. And the first question was, are you from a ministry? And I said none. And then her immediate reaction was like a wide-eyed uh, look and was kind of like, well, then how do you know that we, ha that we need volunteers? And I explained to her the situation and how how we knew people that already volunteered there and that and we, we had we spoken to somebody mm -hmm. that we were coming in to volunteer. So, so we saw them on Monday and then we came and volunteered on, on a Friday. Friday. And so she, uh, she was like, Oh cool. Well, we, you know, we need more volunteers. So thanks. And then we're said, just doing it from the goodness of our hearts. Yeah. We're just, we're you know, curious. it's three fucking hours of your week. I really think that we can all, for the most part, if you're not working like a 15 hour day, like yeah. at your job, I think everybody can stand to lose three hours to go volunteer. Yes. Um, go I actually help. have an idea um, that I wanted to run by you. Maybe yes. I'll just say it now. Yes. <clears throat> so I was thinking of potentially we could like host a beach cleanup. Yeah. 
but like make it socially distance as much as yeah. we possibly can. Like everyone bring like two trash bags yeah. and maybe we could just supply some gloves <clears throat> or we can supply the bags too. It's not going to be like sponsored by anybody, but like we can all just like meet up at a I would love to spot or or we could do it like virtually and people like we can all just make a time and just be like Friday at 8 a.m. and you could be in your neighborhood and from 8 to 10 we're all cleaning some part of town. I love this because I I already am envisioning you and I going to the beach next week and we should just have our own beach cleanup while we're hanging out. Yeah so like we can be at the beach and like let's just say other homies like can't make it to the beach so, so they're in La Mesa. your neighborhood and pick up And pick up trash, trash or. <sighs> I love this. So we could do like a virtual and then you send us your you send us you. your pictures and like I love this. That'd it be can really be cool. Virtual and because we have do have a lot of friends that don't live here, so yeah. it'd be cool to they can clean up as well. Mm-hmm. No one regrets cleaning up. No. I used to. I'm having a bunch of childhood memory flashbacks, but I used to pretty much have this rule like you can't go back inside until you pick up five pieces of trash. Oh, I Did love that. Did you ever have to do that at school? Yeah, after recess. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that's where I learned it. Yeah. So think about how crazy that is. You eat one or two snacks as a kid, but you have to pick up five pieces of trash because kids yeah. are that dirty and that's yeah. how dirty the world is. Yeah. And like also you just like feel good about going back out to play like yeah. at your next recess and you don't have to deal with like garbage on I did the ground. It with high schoolers too. Yeah, um, I was like a total freak about it at school. Everyone was annoyed that I wanted to make the high schoolers clean up confetti off the floor, but they were complaining that the maintenance people had to come in and clean up the confetti. So I was like, well, instead of having the maintenance people come in and clean it up, get on the floor and pick yeah, it up. Yeah, wrap right some now. tape around your hand the opposite they way. They were big <laughs> enough to pick up one. Oh. They were. It was fine. It was the tamest confetti ever. And oh. I was like, you know what we can do with like forty fucking people is clean, clean. up <laughs> in one minute. Have you ever watched forty people actually? clean something because it's amazing everybody just has to do a bend and snap we are so much more like ants than Mm -hmm. we ever realize i know we're in the middle of talking about a lot of things but i have one more story to tell me so i will never forget it i was driving up a big hill um with julia we were driving around encinitas and we're driving up a big hill and there is a person who had like a long bed like semi truck with (coughs) pipes Oh, fuck. Final destination status. Yeah, like 50 or 60 (coughs) pipes. But they were um, (coughs) plastic. They were not. Yes, but they were really long and they were really big. And somewhere on the turn, the whole, the whole, we were behind the whole thing. It just came. No fucking way. Off the truck and rolled into the streets. And what's amazing is none of them hit cars. And it was, it was like main Mm. Encinitas. So there was a lot of people and everyone pulled over. Immediately. And everyone got out of their car. So Ju- this is wow. the, also, I'll never forget, is because Julie was driving and she's the one who got out of her car and started helping. And I just like, I sat there shocked. Because and everybody was yes, like picking up a pole. But then I didn't get out of the car and then she did. And then I, then I sat with the car because I was I thought that was, I don't know, it was wild. But what I'm saying is I had this crazy experience where I got to sit in the car and watch. Yeah. Like, um, the doors were open. Everyone got out of their car, probably 30 people. They pick, all picked up a pipe. So Julie's running across the street with, like, a 60-foot, like, it's, like, kind of, like, bendy, flowy, like, I'm imagining when someone's walking on a tightrope and they're holding, like, a big, long steer. Yes. And, oh, okay. And then everyone puts it back on the side of the road, and then we kept going. That's wild. And That's really cool. It happened in less than a minute. Isn't that was, what a community is for? It was, like a, it was like a flash mob dance. That's, yes. That's, like, what your community's for. Like, that, this is why we have... Let's do that and clean the beach. Our little towns and like Beach our neighborhoods are socially distanced anyway because every time you have a meetup all you do is you walk up to the counter that you made mm-hmm. and check in but then you walk around with your friends all right we're having a beach up. cleanup next week let's do it we'll, fi- we'll figure it fun. out i don't know what the day i don't have my calendar on me but all right we'll post about it we'll let you know yo that's dope okay so bring it on back to thrift storeville that's okay right. it's easy to get board hallelujah let's yeah. go back so adriana walks in with the graciousness of her heart to donate her time graciousness and, and, and so i don't remember where i left off oh so after i introduced myself uh she kind of like walks around the corner and like asks one of the other employees what can we possibly do to help for the day like what what tasks are there available for volunteers like she seemed kind of caught off guard okay 
and came back around and was like, okay, I think I have an idea of like what we're going to have you guys do So today. they weren't expecting us, even though we came in and told them we were coming and this seemed like a normal thing. Yeah. They didn't have necessarily any work, so work to do. Yeah. They were very confused. Yeah. They, later when we talked about this, I even had the thought like, if they don't normally have volunteers, like they could have told us no, like oh, absolutely, today, and we would just shop and then yeah, have a great time. It's a good store, leave. and they got good shit too. They do. So then they uh, start the day with a prayer, and I was not introduced, nor was I like welcomed to join the prayer. Like I was. So this, like the staff and the other people that like work there or whatever. Yeah. So they all kind of stood on the other side of the counter and. She told me they were going to pray, but didn't, like, invite me to pray. So there's a difference between that. Uh, she was, so like, I, letting you know, like, hey, we're going to go do this. Yeah, and I was like, okay. And I just stood on the other side of the counter, but she never introduced me, so everyone thought I was a customer just standing there awkwardly. Oh, like and waiting I, to be attended to or yeah, something? Yeah, and two people <laughs> asked if I had been helped, and I was like, yeah, I am helping you guys today. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the help. And... Uh, Prayer ended, and they took me into the back, and we started sorting clothes. So I started sorting clothes. I would for say as far as like working goes, I had a great time. As oh far yeah, as like the work itself I enjoyed. We had a lot of fun, and we got a lot done. Yeah, that so was really fun. We were like in the warehousey back part, and. I'm not kidding you. There were piles of clothes, just unfathomable mountains I of clothes. I can't even describe to you what that room looked like. It was massive. A lot of clothes, a lot, a lot, a lot of clothes. And just like we said last week, like people are going through clothes like it's going out of style, literally. Um, <laughs> literally. Literally. And uh, so we're going through clothes, and I'm going through a pile that is for. Um, clothing the homeless. So this is like a pile of clothes that is sorted from the thrift store. So all the donations that they get, they sort out the clothes they want to sell and then the rest they just give to another charity, which I think is really cool because it's another way of recycling. Like these I people agree. aren't throwing out the clothes that they don't think are sellable. They're finding another purpose for yes, them and I, I found that this. really, really cool. Um, I thought that was... Uh, Awesome, because I feel like, I, another blunt history, I feel like I've heard of other uh, thrift stores who just throw out clothes that, like, aren't usable, and I really think that there should always be, like, an outreach program that it involves... It was nice to see what's, like, naturally set, this is what they do, this is how they handle it. Yeah, and it's, like, a whole system. Well, you know I've system. worked for places where they throw perfectly good food and shit out in yeah, the garbage, same. and it makes me absolutely psycho mm -hmm. and i understand that they're working with how the world works right now but that's why we want to like have some sort of sustainable recycle megalodon but back to the story i'm actually looking up something for it so you can always continue on okay uh and the people i feel were interesting i i don't know i'm trying really hard to not sneeze, number one. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm trying really hard to not sound like ungrateful, nor sound like an asshole or sound judgmental um, of these people. But I really did find it strange that they incorporated like just Christ or Jesus and all of those phrases and names for God into just about every single sentence that they said. Like, it just seemed very preachy mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I went to 15 years as Catholic school and so did Miss Kelly over here. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's not like we're afraid of this shit. Like, no. I'm, I'm not no, afraid. Not I understand religion. Me the church. Uh, yeah, I, I could lead you through a mass, <laughs> honestly, if you really wanted we to help. We just had a lot of takeaways about... Oh my gosh, so many takeaways about just how it. they treat you. I yeah, feel and how the vibe was like growing up in this environment and this way of thinking and these with this set of rules and expectations yeah. because it does affect like every aspect 
of your life. So, yeah. so far, Adriana's whole experience, I'm not there yet. So I don't know this is happening. I'm like driving. Right? Yeah. I'm, like, so I'm experiencing just like not feeling welcome. I so far haven't been introduced. People aren't really like the other volunteers or employees um, aren't speaking to me. So Everyone. We're working in this warehouse in the back and everyone's just like silent, busy be doing their thing. And but you're just there. And I'm there silent as well. And, you know, um, like they're not really even talking to each other. And so it's just like quiet. It's not like welcoming. And I don't know. I've volunteered a lot throughout my life. And I feel like it was always like a fun time. I always enjoyed it. And you always like made a friend. And I've yes. cleaned up trash like walking down fucking Garnet with strangers and we i have a volunteer episode yeah we talk about all the places we volunteer because we have tons i have tons of stories oh yeah That'd me too really fun. yeah i volunteered at a weirdly a cat like shelter That's and a, yes and literally like pet cats for like two hours just yes. like touched them and oh they were gosh. loving their so life many of our friends have that cat um it was out in like volunteer. alpine i did not go because i'm I think I died. I know. I was so allergic. I got some allergies. I won't even tell this story because back to the story. Back to the story. So, you know, just genuinely not feeling like the community and camaraderie that goes along with, like, the community of a religion. Uh, I know that, like, we grew up in very, like, tight communities of, like, the Catholic schooling system and, like, the families and everyone goes to church at the same time and everyone's, like, homies and, like, you know, my family did, like, nighttime dinner, like, nighttime church so that we could go to dinner afterwards with, like, families. Yes. So um, that was, like, a thing and it, like, made you feel like you were a part of a community and, like, I did not personally have that feeling and then, you know, there were just, like, some conversations that were happening that I really just felt like were very serious and they were just very nonchalantly spoken about um probably needed more attention that they actually deserved um and like prayer seemed to be the only answer praying to god about it seems to be the only answer rather than like genuinely like taking action for something that's very serious Um, I we were kind of talking about that with confession when we had intern Maddie on as mm-hmm. an episode because like when you would give your confession your repentance would be prayer like ten Hail Marys or ten Our Fathers yeah. to repent for but your taking sins, the but action not, like, the act, you know of but the action of repenting and going to like un- right confession yeah is that is your conf- like that is you taking action isn't it interesting like we it was almost like. I'm absolved of doing all this bad shit I did, and I'm just going to say I, 10 Hail Marys, and I'm good. Why do you think ca- but I really Catholics gro- say that shit all the time? They're like, it's okay, just go to church on Sunday. Like, you can be an asshole throughout the week. we were raised from, like, five I'm years old until... No, it's freaking serious. <laughs> I know. Sorry, sorry. I keep no, interrupting no. you. No, no. It's like, I want to laugh at your joke, but if I do, I'll never return. Like, mm-hmm. the thought's already gone. Mm-hmm. It's left. No, really. Oh. <laughs> That's what happens. Kelly's so high, she forgot about her story about it being it, a little kid. When you say funny jokes, it's over. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm just, sorry. I'm so sad now. Okay. Like, Where were we? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. We were really ingrained that you would just say a bunch of prayers. Yeah, you. I don't know. Just really serious topics. No one ever said, like, you should go apologize for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should like tell your teacher. Yeah, say or like whatever. It say was. something Who rather knows? than like talk to God about it. I don't know. Wait, okay, like both. What is that? What are you looking at? It is a blowtorch. Oh, it's for, for dabs. Justin's dab rig. But but that alien it, babe. It has covered in aliens, and it looks like his a friend weapon. gave it to him. It looks like a ratchet and clank. Weapon. I like it. That's what my blowtorch looks wow. like. Wow. Like, if you walked outside, I'd be like, pew, pew, pew. I'm going to get high. Uh-huh. I like <laughs> it. Okay. So, Kelly arrives. I arrive. An hour later. And I'm like, thank fucking God. Literally. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. sir, for... Uh, She's like, are you freaking coming? Bringing my friend here. And Kelly, I could tell, had also felt uncomfortable because she seemed distraught when she walked in because she I told her to look for this one person then she looked for a different person yeah so I arrived in the store and looked for the person that Adriana told me to look for and I did see her but I didn't know that I didn't I didn't 
So I found a different woman, but I walked around the whole store. But no one's like welcoming. No, no one, even as a customer, no one's saying hi. No one's around. I'm just kind of, and you know when someone like walks into a store and they're looking very confused? Yes. So like, help. So I'm looking and I'm peeking. And what I found interesting is everyone was very busy. Like Mm -hmm. everyone that works there, some places are like this. They're so busy. They don't have time for the people that make the money there. Yeah. Like they're just too busy the whole time, whether it's a restaurant or. There's just so much going on. They're just always so busy that they don't have time for the one thing that like. Is keeping the business going. So that's why you hire people to do the. If that's not your mindset, that's cool. That's why there's people who do those things or Mm -hmm. people who, like, do the people-pleasing jobs. Like, for example, the fitting room clerk or the customer service or the register lady. Like, all of those roles are are very important. And so I arrive, can't find the lady, find Adriana, go find the lady, can't find the lady... So I, we just keep doing what Age is doing, and then the lady finally comes. <clears throat> and the first thing that came, what's funny is, like, I'll, I'm going to do it justice. The first thing that came out of her mouth, me meeting her, addressed the very thing that I want to do differently in my store. Hmm. So I don't want to say I want to have a thrift store because it, it wouldn't operate like a nonprofit or be a thrift store. It would be like a secondhand vibe. Mm-hmm. It's something that doesn't yet exist. And so I... One of the biggest things that I am an advocate for is not having clothes as split into a men's and women's section. Yeah. And I want everything to be completely whatever artistically I want it to be and different themed and color coding and expression coding, but not more of an experience. Um, there's a couple ways to label it, but I would say degendering fashion is one way I like I've that. heard it. Like I follow the hashtag degender fashion. That's a really good one. That's cool. Um, because it's when you create a way of thought, which is gender sp- specific or um, it changes the way that you think because when you walk into target you think of like men's in the back and women's on the side or like i'm just giving examples yeah and then i sat and And it's like that's a and that kind of feels like it's an off-limits area like because you're a woman so i have to shop in the women's section if you're a man you have to shop in the men's section but like i shop in all the sections correct I Same. always have. Always have as well. And so it's, so, even even as a thrift shopper, I find it inconvenient. So I that, like. Um, that like, especially t-shirts. Like yeah. Like they split or. If anything, they should have it made, like made more like categorized. So it would be like graphic tees. Correct. So then you could have like a whole graphic tee section, which potentially if you have a brain, you'd know that that's mainly men's shirts. So, but that's, but yeah, but you wouldn't even like think that way though. Yeah. But if you were a guy and you walked in and you're like, where's the men's section? And I you're like, say, check out the graphic yep, tees. Yep. I would. That's a cool way to put it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So like, this is the graphic tee and the flannel and if section. if anyone who complains or walks in is like, well, I wish you just had like a men's or women's section. It's like, look, I understand that degendered fashion might be inconvenient for you as a shopper, but I'm not creating this experience for you Mm -hmm. in your heteronormative thought process. Yeah. And it's really not that inconvenient for you to think a little bit differently in my space, in my business. Not at all. Especially, especially if you're coming in for something kind of specific. If you are looking for skirts. tutu. Look at we both oh, said yes. Wow. You know what section to go to. You go you to go dresses to the, and skirts. Yeah, you go to that section. If you're walking in and you just go to the women's section, it's just a clusterfuck of clothes everywhere anyway. So Absolutely. you might as well have it completely be like no walls on the gender. There or can like, be just a kid section. It's size specific. So I have yeah. everything running from teensy to giant exactly and then that way my plus size shoppers feel like they can find everything in one section without rifling through or you know these mm-hmm. are the these are the thoughts that i'm having right? i feel like thrift stores are actually doing really really well about so. reorganizing i went to not this place because you know what the woman said though <coughs> but no you say it go? what'd she say she said hi thanks so much for helping us okay so you're pretty much your only job is to split the clothes by gender she did say it like that. And I was so like Men's here, women's here, and that's what we did. Yeah. That's what we so what we did, what we so this is the this is the bitter bittersweet thing that I'm having. I had hard times deciding on whether or not it was a woman's shirt. I or vo- not. I just volunteered three hours of my time against 
my beliefs. moral beliefs and it wasn't the religion. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it, well, it is because if that includes those gender norms, do you, but do you know what I mean? Yes. Like I went in there, like maybe a little scared of the Christian vibe because yeah. the, the Jesus rock is fucking loud in there. Oh dude, dude you can't like, even hear yourself. You couldn't think. even know. It's like blaring. It's Jesus so loud music, which is like a mood. <laughs> and then, <laughs> it uh, is. and then for her to say to sort all these clothes by gender, I then had a very difficult time because I was like, I actually like, I, I peacefully kind of stand against this and I want to help them. And I just don't even think did. that option, that door isn't even, ex- doesn't exist for totally. them to open. It's just, yeah, I know, right? Because it's just not built that way. Mm-hmm. And, and the world isn't built that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to blame this thrift store for, for the way that the entire world is. Our fashion industry, our way of thought, yeah. um, how I think we it's, shop. I think it's changing quite a bit, though. I really think that, yeah. like... I think the fem- all kids' sections are pretty neutral. I think so, too. And, like, femininity is, like, definitely crossing over. Like, you know, uh, you know how, like... You'd watch a movie, and the guy is always just like this really masculine jock type, and he's he's the man. Yeah. He's, he's the guy the girl always ends up with. Like, it's any rom-com you've ever fucking seen. He's the manliest guy. Like, mm-hmm. never would touch the color fucking pink. And I feel like now you watch a movie, and, like, these guys are, like, more sensitive. That's a feminine attribute. They wear, like, more colors, feminine attribute. They are, like, yeah. more, like, these musically inclined or, you know, are, like, more of an artsy, sensitive type, which is a feminine attribute. People, and like you guys have to debunk your... Do you hear yourselves, people? It's so like, fucking wild. It's wild. Me and... It's- not you. you no, know what no, I mean. no, no, like, no. Me and Maddie were literally just talking about <sighs> bathrooms today okay, and how yeah. I got kicked out of a bar one time for using a men's bathroom. Oh, man. So, oh, like, I... If you have to pee bad, I have used I don't the give men's... A fuck. Re- I use the men's... Actually, I, I always use the men's, use the men's all the time. All the time. I, I did use in it New York often. and everyone looked at me crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not standing in line. I was telling Maddie this morning, I started partying when I turned 21 at... Like gay clubs and gay bars, because my best friend yeah. Jacqueline worked up at gay spot, like gay, gay spots. That's so <laughs> fucked up. I'm so sorry I said that. Like, <laughs> gay, like gay bars up in Hillcrest. Gay I thought spots. you said gay spa, like <laughs> like she worked at the gay spa. And I, I was like, gay spa. I'm Ooh, dead. I want to go to that spa. That oh my fun. god, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm high uh, and I'm talking too quick now, so all my words are just like. Bleh. Um, so she used to work at like two different bars up in Hillcrest. So when you go to the bathroom, it didn't matter which bathroom you Correct. went in. So for me, a lot of them are just, like these fun, funky, artistic, yeah, unisex bathrooms. It's, yeah, it's unisex. It's, um, there's just not, there's one no room with a toilet. It's just a room with a toilet. <laughs> it's like a fucking hole in the floor. Like it's literally like, it's just one giant room of like urinals. Like it's very... Fluid. That toilet like, sees no, no gender. Yeah, sees it's no. just, it's very, very fluid. And Europe's like that. Europe is kind of just like toilet. Like there's just a toilet here. Um, very rarely will you see like gendered yeah. restrooms. And uh, so once I started going out to like straight bars uh, yeah. or just regular bars, uh I felt like people would look at me weird because I would use a men's bathroom whenever the women's was yes. like, the line was just like through the door. Totally. Because I'm not fucking waiting to go to the bathroom. No. It's absolutely ridiculous. So mm. I'd go into the men's and I there's have just, been kicked out of bars for that before. And it's kind of fucked up. awareness of the use of the gender yeah. roles and of the, of the difference between sex and gender. And it's because I, we speak from experience because these are fresh new conversations and frames of awareness that our society and culture are having. For example, half of California burned down last month because of a gender reveal party. Can we just like fucking not? I also like, they were saying it's not really like a gender reveal party. It's a sex genitalia reveal. party. Yeah. Let your child decide what their gender may or may not be like, let them fucking be their own person. That's where we're at right now. Like, as a collective society, a lot of us on different individual levels, and it ta- I know it takes time to understand, but it's also, like, blatantly obvious that it's not working. Like, and the reason why I wanted to volunteer at a bunch of thrift stores is to not only help, but then to also, like, um, 
see how they recycle things yeah. um, or help them even. Mm-hmm. So my thing was if I saw them throwing away clothes, I was going to say to them, I, will I take wanted them. to offer to you that I will take them and ethically source them. Because if that means paying the shipping fees to send them to a different country because there's someone who That's worth it. recycles them with a the machine, they wear them, they have a use, a craft purpose for it, I mm-hmm. will absolutely do that and have yeah. done that. I've shipped like 20 pounds of like all one style of clothing cool. to Mexico. Wow. It was all um, good condition kids' athletic T-shirts, like soccer T-shirts. That's awesome. Football T-shirts, basketball T-shirts. Um, they just wanted 20 pounds of it. And wow. I just paid the shipping because I have so many of those things. That's awesome. So that's the kind of thing I wanted to help the community. I don't, I'm not there to judge them. I'm there to help. Yeah. Like where can I be a cog in this wheel? And so far I would say I'm really – quite pleased with their recycling because they really do it seems that they do everything has a place they don't really have a trash can yeah there it, it was, was literally for small, garbage yeah it was like, for it was filled with only garbage yeah which i really can. enjoyed and i felt it was very thrifty it was very thrifty i felt that there was it was pretty organized i'd say for the most part i mean it's a big store yeah. so but this, the gender thing was the first thing she said and then yeah. the only thing we did was split things by gender we did, well and we did more than that too like we separated what would be sold and what wouldn't be sold but overall i, I was having this mind fuck of like like this is something I actually kind of am trying to work against. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of how I do that without being judgmental. Cause like I sell on Poshmark and you have to list the clothing items as women's or men's. Yeah. You cannot not list them as right. women's or men's. That's so annoying. It's a conscious, conscious choice I have to do and filter unless I choose to no longer use the app. Right. Which is a choice that I could mm-hmm. make in, or I can write them a letter. Have you considered which they wouldn't because the fashion industry doesn't work that There's way. There's just no way. So I don't There's know just who no to way. be mad at. I just know that I can't volunteer to separate by gender anymore. Mm-hmm. I need to I volunteer and do something like. We need to start. I had to think about it, but I would tell like her Like implementing time. these ideas. That's why we should start yeah. volunteering at more thrift stores because yeah. then we can slowly like implement them. But you. Because she would hear it from me. Maybe she never heard it before. Exactly. Say, you know what? Can I mop instead? But I also think you made a good point when we were on the phone. Phone, um, like discussing uh, our volunteering, you said that a lot of these uh, thrift stores are ran by churches. Yes. So unfortunately, as much as like we want to try and change the system, changing something that has been ingrained in a religion for yeah. like centuries is something that's not going to come across easily. Like I don't get what I don't get it. I don't I either. Don't get it. So I don't all, we were thinking about it, and all of our favorite thrift stores in San Diego, about eighty percent of them are run by churches. Mm-hmm. And as a businesswoman, I have contemplated opening a thrift store, but the nonprofit sector is so difficult that it's more not only cost effective, but the only way I can do it is to actually be a business, like an LLC or a sole proprietorship. Instead of being a nonprofit, because it is so difficult to um, prove everything, to like, there's not really a person who runs the whole thrift store that it's it's kind of complicated, hmm. like how they branch it out. But with a nonprofit, they essentially they have the resources of the church to run this uh, thrift store. Just like how she asked if I was from um, a ministry. Correct. Got it. Yes. So. There's a lot against you if you're not, if you don't have a church. Like, where am I going to find a bunch of volunteers? And what's my cause if it's not Jesus? Like, what do I feel about, so passionately about that yeah, you it's would just donate having, like, all your time and stuff to? And nothing no one, nothing other than religion yeah. gives you that kind of like donation. Moral, like moral compass. Yeah. I felt like goodwill. they, I felt like they were, yeah, literally goodwill. Yeah. I felt like they felt very confused that we were not from a church. And that we were both self-employed and we just like wanted to come help. Like everybody like asked, I know they asked me twice, uh, two separate people asked me twice why we were here. And I just said, you know, like we enjoy volunteering, like we want to continue to like give our time as much as possible. Um, We had been given signs to come volunteer. So literally a couple days before we went to a different thrift store. Mm-hmm. And a woman that worked there came up to us, or you know, this storyteller time, and she yeah. was like, "Have you guys considered volunteering at a thrift store?" We're and like, we were like, "Yes." So to uh, to to me, I feel like I was plopped right where I needed to mm-hmm. be. So it felt like kismet. 
I'm like meant to be, but these ladies like genuinely were like so cons like shocked. shocked. Concerns not the word shocked that we just like wanted to give our time without any uh, religious affiliate. Dude, we handled the task too. Wild, yeah. We like fucking crushed it so hard. Killed it. So one o'clock rolls around. So they knew when, when we were ending, and we not only did we tell them before we got there, but then Age was like, oh, we're, you know, I'm here for three three hours. And then I said it, too, like, oh, yeah, we're volunteering, volunteering till one. Yeah. One o'clock. Yep. 12.50 rolls around. Let me sit. And we're wrapping feet. up our task, cleaning up, and kind of putzing around, like, I was waiting to, like, pretty much find the boss ladies. And, and everyone's, like, gone. And just say, like. Um, bye, thank you, and, like, we were thinking about coming back the next week. Yeah, and everyone was just, like, disappeared. We couldn't, I could not find Nary an employee, and you were in the bathroom. There was this chick yeah. shopping, and she, it looked like I worked there. Yeah, and so she well, because we're in the back. And she's asking all these questions, and from, I totally get it, I'm not even mad at her, but from a customer service side, like, she was waiting for me to do something for, to help her, and yeah. I literally don't. Work there, there in capacity. And it I, was your first day volunteering. I just, like, gave her the best answer I could for her question. Mm -hmm. She was asking pretty much if something was for sale and could she get some help. And I said, like, yeah, as soon as I can get a person for you, I would. But she kind of stood there waiting for me. And, like, I, all the – so I had a customer that needed something. And you genuinely couldn't I help. I couldn't – and I couldn't, and you couldn't find, find anyone. anyone. And AJ got into the bathroom and I was like, oh, okay, well, no worries. If I own a store, I have to do this all the time. So I'm just going to handle it. So I tell her, oh, yeah, just wait a moment, like – Someone will be with you soon. Yeah. You know, like any professional person. But she's like, oh, so you can't, like, help me right now? And no. I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know. So, we walk out into the store, and they're praying again. But they're like, and I'm not, I'm not mad that you're praying again, but when it's affecting the sales of your store and, like, the customer service of your store... I okay, believe so you might need no to reprioritize. No heads up. They didn't tell us they were going to go pray. They just, like, left they us just in the back yeah. with all their stuff. Like, yeah. Not that you shouldn't trust us or anything. I'm just saying, like, yeah. they all left. We weren't invited. They didn't tell us. Yeah. Everyone that we were working with in that room left. And then, so Age and I were even like, cool, it's cool. That's fine. This is what they do at one. So we Lingered. shopped in the store for over 10 minutes mm -hmm. to wait for them to wrap up their thing and respect what they're doing to like but also kind of we're walking by like kind of to get their attention because if they waved like oh this is a meeting we'd be like okay see you later mm -hmm. there's customers waiting at the counter trying to be helped four people in line um at the register someone needed finally someone had to get up that worked there f that was praying to open a fitting room yep and that other woman was then decided to leave and check out yep because i never answered her question and the person that was helping out the customers didn't even look in our direction and I was trying so hard to get someone's attention but no one was friendly to us no. to start off no. so it was hard to just like no. make eye contact with anybody and now that they're like deep in prayer everyone's got their heads down and bowed right so they're not looking so you, anywhere we're not else gonna, like, interrupt that. absolutely okay, so here's not the other deal this the store is huge it's probably at least 2,000 square feet oh. 3,000 oh feet, at least it's massive 6, square yeah feet. it's a big I don't bitch. know it's a big big quadrants and their prayer site is right is in the middle right in the middle right by the register and they were saying very personal things in prayer mm-hmm in the line of customers, so the customers are probably four feet away from where they're sitting mm -hmm. in, when they stand in line, and they were saying personal private things loudly enough for everyone to hear, which is, it seems like we're A lot of confidence. Like, we're <laughs> taking a lot of respect for you to stop, drop, and pray, but you might not be taking respect of... Um, it was like a, it was like a confession conversational. Yeah. Very loud, but I felt uncomfortable because I felt like it was private and I could hear everything that this yeah. very vulnerable person was saying. And this also makes me ask the question that you've asked before that our society doesn't make space for prayer. Totally. But we did, we did talk about We that. did talk about that, but um you know, I I always believe in time and place. 
I don't, and I don't think they need to hide it. It was, it, it, it was just that it was too loud or like, I also no, I think that it's too loud. I don't even know what to say. I think it that was, there should also always be somebody, if you are in a place of business, regardless yeah. of it being a nonprofit or not, like it's a place with customers and you're dealing with the general public. I think that there should always be somebody to take care of customers. I agree. Like one person. There has the to floor. be someone has to like, you know, take it for the team and sit they out rotate. on prayer circle for this for this one o'clock appointment. Like totally. Or, I, cl- or close the store. Or shut the close down. Yeah. Or, shut the like, close down. <laughs> shut the store down. Yeah. There were That's so many such a good idea. I thought, like I thought, like like a fifteen minute or like sorry, we're closed for the next fifteen I, minutes. We'll I be right back. I felt like we weren't invited to pray with them or there sit was... with them. Here's the deal: I know you would have been super uncomfortable, but I would have totally sat there and done done it. I would have rather than what happened. Yes, I would have I... rather sat with them than experience what happened. I also would have rather been invited, sat there awkwardly, listened to the prayers, than them dip out on us, not say shit ignore us completely we ended up just leaving we did. the it store pretty, because pretty bummer sauce yeah because we actually we were waiting for so long that we just were like this so, is insane so i felt like we weren't invited to yes, pray we, but we good. were forced to join in the sense that we had to listen we had to cater to it like it wasn't like making space the way like like a yoga space or like a different kind of meditative space felt it felt we felt really weird Keeping Up with the Christians continues on part two.